5: our beloved audience today. All Caller Wednesday, looking for your help today. On my best day, I need your help. If I'm on the election today, uh, you can call the entire program. We won't be interrupted by any uh, previously scheduled guests. You are the special guest today. And uh, let's go right to the calls. Let's go to uh, Plainville and Francis. Francis, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor Will. Hi.
0: What's Um, on your mind? My name's Francis Cooley, and I'm actually running for uh, state rep in the 22nd district. And I just okay. wanted to mention when Governor Lamont's talking about his tax cuts, <laughs> he's actually talking about tax rebates, mm-hmm. which is a one-time uh, return of money to the public, like $179 you're getting back. Yep. That's a rebate. Mm-hmm. He's talking about tax holidays, like the gas tax, mm-hmm. which goes back up in December, adds 25 December. cents to what you're paying mm-hmm. a gallon. Tax holiday is temporary. And then tax credits, which you have to spend money in a certain area to receive the tax benefit. He really hasn't put forth tax cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, it's like getting a teaser rate right from the cable company, except the cable company's telling you that's going to be your permanent rate. It's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's being incredibly disingenuous when he talks about his tax cuts because he really hasn't had any got a tax rebate tax credits
5: and a tax holiday and they
0: all go back up after the election
5: mm, mm. those are good points hey how's how's your campaign going
0: Uh i think it's going well uh knocking on a lot of doors getting a lot of positive feedback people are very upset about the economy and where mm-hmm. the state's going mm-hmm. uh the loss of jobs with companies leaving the state uh their friends and family leaving the state uh mm. for lower tax uh areas Mm. Mm-hmm. um I know personally myself, I had uh, seven siblings between my parents' multiple marriages, and I'm the last one in the state.
5: You know, so, it's funny you say that because Governor Lamont last night talked about people moving into the state. And, uh, and I know that's true because a lot of people are escaping the, the hell of New York to get here. But uh, in January, when the movers did their, their annual study, uh, we're still fourth highest in the country on move-out rate. So people are still leaving the state. I mean, you might have got a surge of people from New York that came across the border to escape what was going on down there, the crazy lunacy that was happening in New York, New York City. But overall, though, Connecticut still is, is losing population. So, um, and, there, and, there, and there you have it with your family. Hey, thank you so much for calling. Good luck, uh, good luck in the election. Appreciate your call. Thank you. Let's go to uh, Laura. Hi, Laura.
7: Hi, how are you?
5: Good. Welcome.
7: <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't called in a while. Um, actually, I'm at my mom. She's 91, and she's moving into assisted living. But I called to, to answer the question, which was if I had to vote today, I would vote for Bob Stefanowski. My opinion, he won that um, program last night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I the way that the way that Governor um, Lamont was. The, the way he looked at Stefanowski, at one point, it just seemed like he was seething. He didn't seem like he really... Did you, you know, notice that, too?
5: Yeah, I saw that. I, that I, thought, I like, thought I was imagining that.
7: And I thought Stefanowski was wonderful at one point when he finally, they agreed on something, he went over and tapped him on the shoulder, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh Which he didn't deserve that, but... <laughs> No, I
5: I agree. I think Lamont at one point was looking, a couple of points, was looking with great disdain at
7: Bob. Yes, he was seething, seething. Yeah. Uh, And (laughs) I think that uh, Bob Stefanowski would be a wonderful governor. We need him. Mm. Yeah, we need him in this state and uh, make things better. And I have two sons. Unfortunately, they don't live here. They're 28 and 26. Yeah. They would both vote for Bob.
5: Where, Where do they live?
7: Well one is deployed.
5: Oh, okay. Uh, God bless him. So, wow. okay. Yeah,
7: he thank you. And uh, my other son is in LA. <laughs>
5: LA, wow, oh man. So okay.
7: yeah, twenty six and twenty eight. So but they would both vote for Bob. Oh. And uh I also, you know, the the point that they made about how seventy percent of our police force are peace officers
8: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who I
7: who we should love.
8: Mm-hmm. What, would mm-hmm.
7: we, what would we be without our peace officers? Yeah, right. <laughs> right? That's what, when we grew up, that's what my parents, sure, you
5: know, sure.
7: would say well, to That's us, what they called them,
5: the first sheriffs in the Old West. That's what they called them, peace officers. Right.
7: Exactly. We need to remember that that's yeah, what they are. For sure. Um, and it would be chaos without them. So, so is okay. it your
5: older or younger son who's serving military?
7: My older son,
5: he's 28. 28, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, God bless you and God I'm bless him. I'm not
7: sure I can say anything about That's that. fine.
5: That's fine. I just, I, I just, I we, appreciate, <laughs> we appreciate <laughs> his service and you, yes, and you did a good I job raising your you kids, obviously. So.
7: And yeah, amen. Take know. care, Pastor okay. Will.
5: Thank you, Laura. Bye All right, 860 522 9842. Let's go to uh, Suffield and Randy. Randy, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor Will. Hi. Um, I have uh, four things that
1: um, was uh, kind of in the debate last night. But uh, he started out with COVID, putting COVID patients into the, you know, into nursing homes, mm-hmm. and that is in the CT post. You can look that up. Sure. And it was lying about the COVID um, death by the infant. Mm-hmm. He was saying that it was death oh, that death was the worst parents.
5: thing he did. Early talked exactly. about oh my gosh, I forgot all about that. That was, that was Sid. Yes. And then
1: uh, the third thing is he says, Kinnick, it's over for business. Well, yeah. his wife is starting businesses in Tennessee because the regulations are too strict here. Yeah,
5: yeah. What does that tell you?
1: Yeah.
5: No, I, I totally forgot about that infant. That was early when it happened, in Early, and that terrified thousands of parents when it was completely Correct. false year, and it was run, completely it not in, inaccurate. Mm,
1: wow! It, they fear—that's the whole thing. He, you know, he gets his people in line, and then he puts out Mask Ritter and Bob Duff with all their crap. Yeah, yeah. it's like they are disgusting. I, I mm-hmm. don't know. I, I hope Bob takes over and throws them all out.
5: Well, I think we're going to have some surprises on uh, Tuesday, and and maybe we won't know until Wednesday morning. I'm not sure when, but uh, I, I hope that certainly is going to be one of them. Randy, thank and, you so and, much for your call. Appreciate it. Uh, 860-522-9842, uh, did you watch the debate last night? What's your take? And if you had a vote today for governor, who who would you vote for? Let's go to Washington, Connecticut, not D.C. And, John, John, welcome to the show.
9: Yeah, good morning. I watched the debate. I was waiting for it for for quite a while, anticipating um, the, the outcome. Um, my feelings are the third-party candidate, Mr. Hotling. He agreed with um, Governor Lamont more Pretty often much. than not. I don't yeah. understand why he's even running for governor if he doesn't have his own platform. <laughs> um, uh, uh, and, and the best question was, go back in history and I yeah, think there's a previous the caller, what's, your, what's the best governor Connecticut has ever seen? And Lamont quotes um, that Weicker is. Yeah. and. Um, is this the same Weicker who saddled the state with, the, with, with our income tax? I remember going to um, the rally. The
5: temporary income tax? The yeah, income tax it was oh, supposed yeah, to be? right.
9: Until so we get back on our feet. Um, I don't know how many thousands of people were at that rally. Well, that, was, that was probably the
5: biggest rally in history of the state. I, the income tax rally.
9: Pastor, I lost my voice for about six months after that, screaming at those idiots. <laughs> so, um, anyway... Um, the fact that, um, Waker. what does that say? What Lomot does that say about you with, if you think um,
5: Lowell Weicker was our best governor? Yeah, right. Come on, really? Come on.
9: The fact that, um, um, <clears throat> you know, Lamont still insists that forced um, immunizations of our children without parental, um, uh, rights is, 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 um, one glaring difference between him and, and, and Bob. And, um, I believe Bob stuck to his basic principles, that he has held throughout two campaigns now. Yeah. He's un, unwavering. Yeah, he, he
5: is unwavering. He, he's been consistent. There's no doubt about it.
9: Yeah. So I, I hope and pray that everybody turns out and throws the bums out, votes the bums out.
5: Oh, amen. <clears throat> Thank I'm you, with, I'm with you, John. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, let's see if we can get another little uh, piece of audio
4: here.
10: I think it has some of the highest energy costs in the country, and those rates are currently predicted to rise. Just recently, Eversource warned regulators that our grid is not stable, and blackouts are a real possibility. What specifically will you do to reduce electricity costs and ensure the stability of our electric grid?
2: Well, first of all, we're end of the line when it comes to uh, hydroelectric and gas. So New York has not allowed us to get uh, gas through and we have a lot of our generation coming from other states and, and uh, countries like Canada. We need to be uh, – in fact, we need to generate cleaner, more affordable uh, energy right here in Connecticut. That's one. Two. We need to lower our transmission costs. I, th- I believe that they're nearly double the national average, three. We need to eliminate our rep- dependency on fossil fuels. A good way to do that, and I really encourage everyone out there listening, is to expand the program to uh, retrofit heat pumps for furnaces. Uh, they're three times efficient, or two to three times more efficient. Additionally, regarding security and uh, resiliency, I really believe we need to improve uh, our investments, expand investments in microgrids, Amen. and the Green Bank program that allows homeowners to, uh, to save on uh, uh, energy storage. Lastly, I really believe we need to build beautiful solar vertical rather than horizontal and ugly. We need to keep our uh, beautiful coastline
4: beautiful and our towns beautiful as well. All right, Mr. Stefanowski. So first of all, Governor, with all due respect, um, this is not bad-mouthing the state of Connecticut. I can't tell you how much. First of all, I grew up on Dixville Avenue in Connecticut. I've had a terrific family and a terrific life here. I love this state more than anybody. This is a response to the hundreds, if not thousands, of people I heard on the campaign trail that can't feed their families, that don't feel safe, and feel like they can't raise their kid without government getting in the way. This is about admitting we have a problem and dealing with it, rather than in an election year pretending that everything is fine. And, Darren, I know I'm not answering your question, but this is important. It's unconscionable with the struggling that people are going through that we're sitting on that kind of money up in the Capitol. And if I really do care about the state of Connecticut, that's why I want to give it back. Criticism is not bad-mouthing Governor Lamont. Criticism is reality. You live in this bubble that everything's fine, and I get it, you have to do that in an election year. But in order to fix this state, we need a change in Governor's that's time. we need a change of somebody who actually wants to that help. Is time.
5: The, reason, the reason, that was a question about electricity costs, uh, but the reason Bob went there is because the prior segment uh, Governor Lamont said, oh, you're always bad-mouthing Connecticut. And he wanted to have a, a, a rebuttal. They wouldn't let him. They said, well, you can use that, and you, you can rebut in your, next, in your next segment. So that's why uh, Bob went to that. And, and, I, and I completely agree, and I, I, I think he did well with that. Eight six zero 522 Let's take a break, a couple commercials. We'll come back. More calls. We want to hear from you today. What do you think about the elections? Do you have a pick? If you had a vote for today, who would you vote for? Uh, and we're going to expand the conversation a little bit after 1030 News into some of the other very important uh, races here in Connecticut. We'll be right back.
0: Back to the Will Marathi Show on WTIC News Talk 1080.
5: One of the... Uh, one of the areas that seem to be some 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 disconnect is, uh, and even even how I mean I all these uh, clips by the way are courtesy of WTNH Channel Eight, and I, and I thought on balance they did a good job, but but they they this part I thought was very deceptive, and this was how do you how do you make Connecticut residents feel safer? And the crime statistics they put up were all. Well, I, I, I'm not questioning the the veracity, of the truth of the statistics, but they didn't put up the statistics of the bad crimes. They put up the statistics where the crime, certain crimes are down, but the crimes that are up are all violent crimes, and they didn't do that. So I was kind of upset with that, but, but let's listen to how the people responded.
9: Uh, from the Connecticut State Police shows that although some violent crime has increased, overall crime in Connecticut declined last year. With residents remaining concerned about gun violence, will you push for even stricter gun laws in the state? If not, what specific steps would you take to make people in all of our neighborhoods safer?
4: I have not met one person on the entire campaign trail, Keith, that thinks they're safer than they were four years ago. We can throw out stats. You know, rape up twenty three percent, the most violent year in Hartford that we've seen since two thousand and three. And it's time to change our approach to law enforcement.
10: Amen. This
4: governor has decimated law enforcement across the state. The state troopers gave him a 70% vote of no confidence. And if you don't believe people that crime's up, talk to the police departments. I can tell you who agrees with me, the police departments who have endorsed me. Stamford, Bridgeport, Hartford, New Haven, Waterbury, Fraternal Order Water Police, Trumbull, Enfield, Madison, Clinton, We have to start enforcing the law. And I'd like to give a shout out to Chris O'Donnell, who is here in the audience today. Two years ago, her husband, a Farmington police officer, was run over by a career criminal. She didn't stick her head in the sand. She's been an advocate for police and their families ever since, and and she deserves recognition. Mr. Hoedling.
2: First of all, I want to address something. Um, I'm a bit disappointed that uh, Mr. Stefanowski sent out a recent mailer about me where he essentially completely exaggerated the record. So I think Mr. Stefanowski needs to stop the nonsense. He mentioned that I support a dangerously liberal defund the police agenda. I unequivocally disagree and he needs to correct the record and I'm here to do that. So first of all, I strongly support uh, funding the police, firefighters and all public safety personnel. Additionally, I'm the only one up here who's actually innovated within the school safety and public safety uh, space with my Verbi gunshot detection system and other public safety technologies working with police in New Haven and elsewhere. So I also think it's wrong to politicize uh, this tragedy in Bristol. I think it's unacceptable in a civil society, and we really shouldn't be doing that. Overall, I think that, yes, the, the overall statistics are down, but violent crime is up. I believe that we're doing some of the right things. For example, Bill 5417 uh, made it tougher on juvenile crime. Time is up,
6: Mr. Oakland. Time
2: right,
5: is up. Come. Right, we'll take a break here, go to some calls. You know, of course, you get Lamont on air, oh, 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 we've got to eliminate assault weapons. You know, It's just the same old tired line they keep rolling out there. Let's go to uh, the center of the universe. Waterbury and Charles. Charles, Tell go the ahead.
6: the truth and you get the truth. I was laughing last night when he, they asked each uh Candidate, uh, who is your, uh, who is the favorite, uh, best governor for the state of Connecticut? And Lam- Governor Lamont, did yeah. he say Lowell Weicker?
5: Lowell Weicker. That was the funniest. That was the funniest part of the debate. It well, Wasn't intended to be funny, but. Uh, what's Lamont thinking? Gee whiz.
6: Well, he's in the same category as Weicker with all the money, especially from the wife's family. I mean, let's yeah, face yeah, it, you're the right huh? Yeah. Name, you know. But uh, I mean, if that was off the cuff, he, that was a huge blunder. That gave us a state income tax,
5: Waiker. Well, he apparently didn't think so. Maybe other voters will. Of course, you know it's so old now. I mean, a lot of people weren't even born when 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 Waiker well, was
6: when Bob was governor. First, but I'm sorry, Pastor. Go ahead. Well,
5: no, I'm just saying it, it, it. I don't know if people will connect the dots with that, Charles, but maybe they will.
6: I don't. Oh, know. I think so. And and the other thing about it was that uh, when Bob Stefanowski came out the first time, he was saying how he was. Going to lower that. I mean, it's so impossible because how are you going to make it up? I mean, a state right. income I mean, tax, uh, we needed that like we needed a hole in the head in this state because our taxes are so high overall anyways. A, it's a, always a everything. High. Even when times are good, the taxes are too high. Charles,
5: can I put you on hold? Could you hold? Cause I want yeah, to I want to talk to you more you. about this, sure. but i got to take a break for the news, all right? I'm going to yep. put you on hold. I'll come right back to you. All right. Uh, 860-522-9842. We're taking all calls today. Want to hear from you? Need your help? Your opinion is greatly valued here on the Will Maradi Show. We'll be right back. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure
0: convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
1: clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bitch.
3: Music.
2: You said my word.
10: You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame.
7: Two more two tour. more.
10: You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crownley Port, Chicago, Illinois.
0: This is local radio, the Will Morati Show on WTIC News Talk 1080.
5: Oh, welcome back, welcome back we have time we'll get some more uh, audio from the debate last night but we'll see let's uh, go back to uh, we had asked charles to uh, hold before the break charles you still there
6: yes sir uh, see now
5: I, if i asked you who was the best governor we ever had what who would you say
6: well i'm gonna sound partial but because i people think that but honestly i thought john Rowland when he was governor you know a lot of people don't realize i realize it because I'm in Waterbury. Waterbury's a huge political town. Mm. And I've been around politics since I was 12 years old. So mm. when he got to be governor, people forget, I think they do, he brought up to date all your parks and recreation, places for people that yeah. don't have yeah. much money. They bring up right. a picnic lodge. They, and even now it's gotten, I don't know, is it still? I haven't been out in a long time because I have issues. But he, that was one thing. But the other thing he did, Pastor, was he... We did, like, one of our, I guess, all the tech schools. The one in Waterbury, it was a beautiful job. All the high tech, tech the new, for manufacturing students. I mean, Mm -hmm. he he did so much good for the state of Connecticut. And we all know that no politics, especially out of Hartford, with Democrats, they get away with so much. I don't want to overdo it today, but we all know that or that are in the know how much they've gotten away with over the years. You know what they do the last day before the election, this next uh, Monday? They go on the radio with an ad. They're going to say stuff like, oh, if the Republican governor gets in, you know, your Social Security is right. going to go up. You're gonna, you're, they're going to take away from your Social Security. You're going to take away from disability. They're going to take away from veterans
5: they so Murphy predictable. did
6: that. The first time yeah. he got in, Murphy did that. And, of course, it was against Cal Jury. Mm-hmm. He lied. Yeah. They don't care. They just keep lying. Now, yeah. you know who's out on the Waterbury circuit? She must be in trouble. We know she is. Johanna Hayes. She yeah, she's, she's definitely
5: got a tight race going on. In fact, in Murphy. one poll, they put Logan ahead by a point. Pardon me? In one poll, they put George Logan ahead by one point.
6: Yeah, I, I heard that yesterday also. But the point is, they're, they're working hard on her campaign because... She showed her true colors as a first-time young junior candidate, whatever way, however you want to put it, that she's a liberal. She should have waited a little bit. She shouldn't. Have, she jumped in. Everybody politically, yeah. whatever he talks well, about.
5: you know, she before. doesn't like to you talk
6: know, that about. That was the first month or two into the uh, her uh, position, and then she called President Trump a psycho in the Rolling yeah. Stone uh, magazine or whatever it is. And uh, it was brought to the attention of these other talk show hosts, and she claimed after that she didn't say that. And then Rolling Stone came back and said, we got it in writing that you sure. said this to sure. one of our uh, spokespeople. So she. Well, I had her
5: on. I had her on a week before last, and right, she's right. very defensive. Very defensive.
6: Yeah, it's a shame that. And she was a. She is a beautiful person uh, overall, though. She had worked really hard in I her
5: positions,
9: her.
6: but <laughs> I heard another story. But I don't want to, you know, right. say much more. Well, about listen, it.
5: listen. Thank you, thank you for calling. Thanks for holding. I Appreciate your patience. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Really want to hear from you today, talking about Connecticut, talking about this very important election you know who who is governor of connecticut will have a greater impact on us than a lot of other positions um because it, it's direct it's direct his his or her decisions uh completely affect what happens in your life here in the state that you live so you know did you see the debate and and uh, if you had a vote today who would you vote for let's go to uh, kim hello kim welcome
8: Hello, Pastor Will. Okay, so when, when I think of uh, the start of Connecticut's problems, I I think back to Weicker. Yeah. Weicker brought in that that's income right. tax, and that meant the spending spree started. We started mm-hmm. increasing by tremendous numbers, our obligations, our debt, because we started hiring like crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when it all started. Um, and so it tells you right there what how Lamont thinks. He thinks like a socialist, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just get more and more people, get them uh, working for the government, increase the cost. I mean, that's that's what what the he room said. Wiker's best Keith, I thing think going your Questions
5: for. about guns, assault. Being your governor, Ma, I'm sorry, hit the wrong button. Um, yeah, I know. Who, who in their right mind would say Governor Lowell Wiker was the best governor we ever had? I mean, that's almost com- it's comical.
8: Right, it is. It's crazy. Um, so let's see, and also about the criticism, I think is that Lamont had a, a problem with Stefanowski criticizing. He said,
5: that, he, he said he was always bad mouthing, you know, okay. Connecticut. Well, yeah, see, yeah.
8: criticism really is a developmental opportunity, or it's when it's needed, or when there's a correction that needs to be made. And sure. and so Connecticut really needs a correction. Yes. And so I I say that he's giving Connecticut a developmental opportunity because we're <laughs> in bad shape. We have so much debt. People are moving out. The costs are ridiculous. Um, young people don't think that of this as a place of opportunity. No, no one does. Look at our cities. Drug problems, killings, and all that. And so what does he have? Blinders on, Mr. Lamont, about what is going on? And and the only thing constructive, I think, in his mind that he's done is, is, is somehow done some weird financial deals that improved his financial state, yeah. not the rest of Connecticut. Well, I think um, one at one point Bob,
5: Bob said, and I think th- it, I, to your point, uh, the, the governor's in a bubble. He lives in a bubble. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't have a sense of what's on. really going on.
8: Um, one thing I do want to say, I, I just happen to hear, you have to be aware of, like, I'm always looking for what's going to happen. So Biden apparently announced this morning that he's going to have some big speech today at the Capitol building, oh, really? the okay. site, the site of mm. all the the biggest attack on democracy. In the oh,
7: United gee, States. come on. So
8: what could possibly be going on here? Is he going to announce, oh, we're going to have something that affects elections? Are we going to have make some big announcements? You know, I am very wary of what can happen now because these people, they they're always desperate. have another agenda going yeah. here. And, another, um, and
5: they're desperate because they know they're going to get their clock cleaned on Tuesday. Nationally. Right.
8: And one last thing. Um, you know the big story in The Intercept about the portal between the government, the leaked documents, South mm-hmm. Line House, yep. FBI and DHS, Department mm-hmm. of Homeland Security, had a portal going right to all the media saying, uh, and all the high tech saying, Cut down, suppress this, don't let this happen. I don't know why people are surprised. I've been telling you guys for years about the portal that Soros has in yeah. all broadcasts, all radio stations. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm so interested when your guy comes on in a half-hour mind control news is they use certain terms that are not their terms. They're fed that information. It's mushroom food, okay, and it comes from those portals soros had well, it i i don't it was,
5: know if there's any portals connected to wtc but i will you say you don't that,
8: have you don't when people call we, and complain about the half-hour news you shut us down we would love. we
5: oh, have we do, right now we want to do
8: an investigation have the guy who comes on and we just want to say what's your source where do you get that that would be so Kim, so if you odd. if
5: you listen to our news right yeah. now we've got the best news team we's, we've ever had and I think okay. the reporting all is we want to at know, least
8: consider the source. Where is that information coming from? Because there's portals that that control all broadcasts, news, radio, uh, TV. That comes from one source, and your guy now and then uses some phrases that has an effect on people's mind and how they think of something. So all we want to do is talk to him and say. Okay, please tell us your source. We're not going to be criticizing you or the station. We just want well, to know. I,
5: don't want to, I didn't want to say this because I know it'll upset people, but the, the, the primary place that they are fed news is, is me. I, I send most of the news in that are, that is reported here on WTS. Mm, <laughs> I'm, so. no.
8: <laughs> I'm only kidding. Only kidding.
5: I'm only kidding. Thank you. I'm going to let you go. 860-522-9842. Uh, a little bit more from last night. Here is Governor weapons
3: Lamont. With a bob uh seek to limit them he's got a full rating inter- oh, and about let- guns assault weapons oh here we go crime time is up here we strong. go
4: time is up. All, all right
5: dilemma. here's the gov
3: again Keith I think your question was about guns assault weapons would uh, Bob uh seek to limit them He's got a full rating, NRA rating, A-plus. Oh, you're not serious about crime, unless you're serious about guns. Getting those illegal guns off the street, getting those AR-15, other assault weapons <laughs> off the street, well, too many of our, cums, our cops are outgunned and outmanned. Our state police are not outmanned. Every year that I've been uh, governor, I've added on to the uh, crew of state police, added on additional classes. Today, despite what you hear, we have more state police today than we had four years ago. I'm going to continue yeah. to make sure we have the best state yeah. police in the world and make sure we can continue to grow that force as necessary. Tonight's I'm going to give you 30 seconds one.
4: because you had a couple of uh, yeah, accusations. First of all, Rob, I'll, I'll pull the tweets. I mean, When you were with Dan Malloy, you were anti-police, and I'll show you the tweets that have come out. Governor Lamont um, is proud of the endorsement from the Working Families Party of Connecticut. And, Governor, I can show you the tweets as well. They've called senior members of the police force crooks, and they actively advocate police. There's only one person on this stage right now who's going to support the heck out of the men and women that are putting their lives on the line every single day for us. That's me. These guys are both soft on crime, and they enter our police, and it stops when I win. Time's so, up.
5: Yeah, all right. Hey, uh, we're going to take a break, come back after the commercials, take a few more calls. This is your time. I'd love to hear from you. 860-522-9842. What about it? Got the biggest election coming up in a week, less than a week now here in Connecticut in years. Time for a change. Time to stay the course. What would you do if you had to vote for day? And did you watch the debate last night? We'll finish up when we return.
0: This is the Will Marathi Show on WTIC News
5: Talk 1080. All right, welcome back, Uh 10:52. Um, thanks for the calls today, guys. Uh, we haven't done an all caller Wednesday in a few weeks, and I'm I'm so glad we did because you guys really responded. I appreciate it so much. Let's go to um, Bristol, the uh, the former home of the Bristol Red Sox. Uh, Jim, welcome to the show.
10: Yeah, it's really funny how Lamont forgot to add, or even Bob, that there is two lawsuits against the state of Connecticut on the assault weapons ban because of the Bruin decision, mm. saying that for the public good or for the public safety, that that is not a consideration on doing a ban. It's the text of the, the uh, amendment. It's the history going from 1792 and previous and traditions. Nothing else counts. So they're going to lose those lawsuits. And Like I said, there's two of them. One is CCDL and one is NAGAR. That has filed suit against the state. Jim,
5: can I ask you a question? Because I think people get lost in this. My understanding of really, and this is how they, they read and they redefine things. We're always talking about banning assault weapons. There are no assault weapons that private citizens have. I mean, these are not an AR-15. It doesn't mean assault rifle. That's not what the the letters mean. And this is not military grade. These are these are not even assault weapons. Why are we keep talking about assault weapons when they're not even they're not truly they're truly not assault weapons?
10: Yeah, the AR does not stand for assault weapons. It stands for Armalite rifle, which is the company that developed the AR-15 and the AR-10. So this is just a political term that's been attached. It was done by the New York Times uh, about 20 years ago, 25 years ago. It was just to move the needle in their favor. But the biggest thing is you cannot ban something that's in public use. The AR platform has sold more than the F-150 has.
5: (laughs) I didn't know that. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Oh, that was
10: in one of the court filings uh, in California that came right. out.
5: Well, I mean, and, you can you can make anything, I guess, if you want, right? You can make anything be. If you're going to say an AR fifteen is an assault weapon, then you could say a a twelve gauge pump shotgun is an assault weapon, right? I mean, you can you you can, yep. you can virtually do as much or more damage. So I just I, I object to the terminology, and it's and people have bought into it. It's too late now. You can't get that horse back in the corral because now got, it, people automatically equate in their mind AR with assault
10: weapon. I got one thing to say no military government has used an AR 15. Yeah. However, the pump shotgun is one of the famous tools of the uh, military for breaching doors. And, 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 and law equipment. enforcement as well.
5: Sure. And law enforcement. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 no. and it's good for home defense <laughs> so yeah oh well i don't know it frustrates me that people use the terminologies they don't even know what they're talking about but yep. um, yeah um anyway jim thank you thank you for your call uh let me let me go back to a little bit of uh last night here with a
10: substantial surplus thanks in large part to federal assistance and surging capital gains tax revenue. Connecticut has been paying down long-term debt, but with forecasters predicting a recession and deficits possible in the coming years. As governor, what is the point where you see that tax increases or cuts in state services will become
4: necessary? Well, first of all, let's, let's um, discuss where this surplus came from, right? This is not anything the administration did. This is not money that flew down from heaven. These are $6 billion of your federal tax dollars that were put under a shell and moved to the state. And thank goodness for a bipartisan budget that eliminated the ability to spend it. That's why we have it, ladies and gentlemen. They're just using your federal tax dollars. And you know what? If we're sitting on that money, we have too much. That's why my plan, Connecticut First, gives some of it back. Let's reduce the sales tax to bring inflation down. Let's get rid of the food tax that Governor slapped on to prepared foods. Let's help business by paying off that unemployment insurance loan that's being assessed to them that pretty much every other state in the country used to support small business. We need to use that money now, not all of it, half of it. If we can't manage for a recession with $3 billion, and Governor Lamont used to admit it was $6 billion until I told him I wanted to get half of it back, Time's and all up, of a sudden Mr. it's a lower number. Time's up, Mr. Stefanowski. Mr. Hodel. Yeah, there's
2: really four ways. Uh, First of all, the surplus. I agree that when you keep it. Uh, On the stage, just to be clear, I probably have the broadest financial experience than anyone else on the stage. Uh, considering my wide breadth and depth in uh, in banking and finance. But a couple ways to uh, address recession. One, uh, you want to keep your surplus reserves, uh, because often, historically, the first thing to get cut would be existing programs, so those that are already in place. So by having those reserves, you don't affect that. Two, unemployment insurance. You want to make sure, as, as because what happens with recessions, you start laying folks off, which creates a negative cycle. You want to make sure that you have solid ins- unemployment insurance uh, 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 protections in place third medicaid you want to make sure that from a healthcare perspective uh everyone who's now out of work keeps their insurance that's critical last one affordable uh public uh schooling traditionally what happens is that and i know i have a little bit of time traditionally what happens is that uh during down times you go back to school in order to uh, uh, uh,
5: you you have a little bit of time mr hordling but unfortunately we are out of time hey guys thank you so much uh this was a good show i appreciate you calling we haven't had a I'll call her Wednesday for a few weeks. Thank you so much. And um, listen, we'll be back at it tomorrow. Jazz Shaw from HotAir.com. We're trying to get a candidate on in the early part of the show. And uh, thank you. Thank you for your calls, Matt. Great job. Thank you very much. And, uh, hey, biggest election probably for a lot of us coming up on Tuesday. Your vote matters. Your vote's going to count. And, uh, and, of course, we'll have all the coverage right here in WTSC. We'll do extensive election coverage the night of the election. I think all all on deck for that one. So, uh, hey, have a great afternoon. God bless you guys. I love you. See you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock.
4: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News.
0: In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively
1: sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three.
2: You bet. Music. You said my word.